Now, before we talk about anything else, we gotta give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Mountain Dew. We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game! With the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast, you can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work, having a blast in traffic, having a blast while you file your taxes. No, really, we mean it. When we say anywhere, with Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are, all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice-cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary, open to U.S. residents 18 and up, subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com. Ends June 15th, 2024, void where prohibited. Thank you so much, Mountain Dew, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Hi everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. This week we discuss the legacy of Pizza Face and Air Boy, our favorite things in the Animal Crossing update, and our trip to outside lands, plus some do's, don'ts, tips, and tricks to festival safety. Stick around, subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, and join our exclusive Psychobabble community at patreon.com slash psychobabble. If you're not on our discord you're only getting half the babble hi Corey. oh hello pumpkin sugar pie honey bear um twinkle toes tickle Mm. butt um Mm. forehead queen earlobe yes boo Uh uh-huh earlobe bay (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's what they call me your low bay. I'm glad you got the memo because everyone has been calling me all those things, and I was worried that you wouldn't. They're all, hey, your low bay. You wanna? No, I'm more of like a pizza face and ear boy. You know about them? I don't. You've been talking a lot about them. I don't know. Is pizza face from pizza face from Spaceballs? Pizza face and ear boy are from uh, all that. That's it. Oh, whomst was which? I don't know. When it comes to all that, I don't. Some youth. I'm sure they're 40 now. (laughs) When it comes to all that, I don't know all. I just know some of that. Some of that. I just just know about. Some of that. Very. I just know about Mary Death Benberg. (laughs) Do you? Because it doesn't sound like it. Lori Beth Beth Denberg. Lori Beth. I know about the French guy in the hot tub, bathtub. Wee wee. Amanda? No, Cal or Keenan. Anyway. Keenan, Keenan, I'm not here to talk about Pizza Face and Ear Boy, but if anybody is, we can talk about it on the Patreon. If you had on, to. On the Discord, you, so just hit me up. If you had to fuck one. Pizza Face or Ear Boy? Well, I do like to whisper sweet nothings. 
So like ear boy would be receptive, but I also love to just. Okay, wait. But I don't think I want to eat his face. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, so suddenly I'm looking at pizza face and ear boy, and this does sound familiar. Yeah. Well, okay. So I guess I would go with ear boy because I would not want to be tempted while I'm making out with pizza face to be all like taking a nibble on his lower lip. You know what I'm saying? There's a picture that I'm looking at right now that says, where are ear boy and pizza face now? And ear boy looks hot as fuck. Okay. Well, please post it in the discord. (laughs) Let me, let me get a screenshot. I hope certainly I'm not the only one wondering about pizza face and ear boy. I'm not clicking. The... I kind of just feel like if we're cheek to cheek, me and Pizza Face, it's going to be greasy. I think that would be a great Halloween costume. I agree. <laughs> Hudson and I are talking about it. Halloween's See you next Halloween. over, baby. Is it? We had the best Halloween. You want to talk about it? We had the very best Halloween. Yeah, let's dive we in. We didn't dress up. You don't know what I did. <laughs> did you dress I up? I slept in a costume that night. <laughs> I, I actually don't know. Did you? I have no clue. <laughs> I slept in a mask. I tried on that um, Max and the Wild Things costume for a minute. So okay, I... you you put it on for three minutes. It's Happy cl- Halloween. Closer to fifteen. So I went to San Francisco for candy. Halloween weekend and um, stayed with Corey. Corey, thank uh, you for hosting. Well, she hosts. She hosts. <laughs> She hosts. She hosts. <laughs> uh, it was it was Outside Lands weekend. It was our um, how many Outside Lands have you been to? That was mine and your second. I've been to three. I think. I think you went to one. Maybe yeah, you went to one a year when I was uh, out of town. Well, I had so much fun. I think it was one of the best ones yet. I love honestly. I love Outside Lands so much. I think. Um, so nice to have a music festival in my own backyard. So nice to be able to like sleep in my own bed. So nice to like be able to pull frozen pizzas out of the freezer and cook them when we get home at 11 o'clock. Yep. Uh, yep. So nice to not have to like wake up and feel rushed. Yep. If y'all know that's right. Y'all go to a music festival in your own hometown. It's hashtag worth it. It was pretty good. I mean, me personally, I am more of like a EDM type of techno rave queen. And so Outside Lands is, is a variety type of genre festival where it's like each stage kind of has a different vibe or they have a whole bunch of different artists that are like very varied I think, in their genres. Yeah, I think they do a good job of like having a little bit of something for everyone. Although what was for the parents this year? Um, Tame Impala? uh, Baby, let me tell you, we are the parents. No, no. We are the age of parents. No, baby. Oh, I could be a parent. Um, I think the Strokes? No. I mean, like, the the Gen Gen Xers. Baby Boomers? um, (laughs) I don't know if there was any, like, uh, you know... I'm looking at the lineup now. It, there was no like. Like, where uh, was the Elton John? Who's that? Where man? was the Paul Simon? <laughs> Bob. Where, Paul Simon. Sure, yeah. Where things like was, that. Things of that. Yeah, who were. Um, I don't think they had that. Nelly? Oh, Nelly? God. I think, I think it was Nelly. One of our friends saw that Nelly set. We did not. We walked by it. And they said he really took an opportunity to take the microphone and name all of his hits and did like a full resume of how they performed on the hot 100 
Oh, did you know that? (laughs) He was all, this next one was number one in 14 countries. Well, sometimes you got to remind the kids. Yeah. Well, listen, no, I think if you've got bangers, they're going to speak to all ages. I agree. When we walked by it, when I saw when I saw Janet Jackson at some festival, it was was outside after hit after hit. hit. It was literally at outside lands. Oh, was it? Yeah, I'm thinking of a different time I saw Janet. Oh, I was in like New York in 2018 when I didn't go. She was at Outside Lands, and all my friends went and saw her. Well, she didn't have to remind anyone who the hell she was because she did hit after hit after hit, yeah. and it was like Nelly. You know what you knew what the fuck was up. They said Nelly even played Cruise featuring Florida Georgia Line, but I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't think Mr. Florida or Mr. Georgia were there. Are they? Are that how that goes? Are those two different people, Florida and Georgia? Those two people are two people. That's their names. No, <laughs> you're lying. They're, you're a liar. They're from. I think they're from the. They're from the border. They live on the border. One lives in Florida. One lives on the in line. Georgia. Yeah, okay. it's all. Look who, at me. Who and, were your favorites? Who were your favorites that you saw this weekend? That weekend, um, mm-hmm. I loved. Oh gosh, but you got to put you me on the spot. Noise. I loved boys noise. I loved. Um, <laughs> Rufus DeSoul. Rufus DeSoul. I loved uh, S.G. Lewis. I uh, oh, I didn't see S.G. Lewis. I was a little jealous. I um, you loved L.P.G.O.B. I loved L.P.G.O.B. I loved whoever that girl was at the Heineken tent. What was her name? She went on before Khalees, and I forgot Ooh. to Google it. And she was like, "I'm lo- I'm looking at a Geostar. Geostar." And the guy, some guy, got on stage and was all, "I found her in the desert, and her dream was to play for people." She was a good time. Oh my gosh, such a vibe. The um, my, our two places that we stayed the most, the Soma tent, which was like the techno rave area, yeah, and then the house by Hanikin. It was so good. I feel like when you find a spot where the where everyone's on the same vibe, where everyone's boogieing, where everyone is giving each other space, where everyone is like good vibes and respecting each other and like inclusive, and if somebody's like dancing near you, you don't like. I don't, I don't know. There's there's an energy that's like kind and inclusive the house by heineken had that all day every day i felt like we could go there anytime it was really good plus special shout out to heineken who hooked us up oh my with god. vip <laughs> wristbands oh my god thank you so much heineken they were the best we were like we had like sneaky access to like the front of every um stage every like uh little area i was i felt like a king a prince a princess you were a vip courtesy of heineken i was a vip listen i like to wiggle and giggle and boogie and um a cold refreshing heineken was the was the key to my (laughs) happiness every afternoon so thank you heineken i was really uh feeling the vibe they were the best honestly thank you for hooking us up because we had the best weekend and we got to like bring some of our friends along and we all just loved every moment of it but yeah, you are absolutely right. I want to post a video that I have of Geostar uh, uh, from the Heineken tent. Oh my god, tent. yeah. Her, her whole energy, she like, <laughs> am I allowed to say it? She had her everything out and pasties and wiggling and giggling and screaming with she, the crowd. She had and, a, stuffed, a stuffed animal that she was like, a unicorn she, she was playing with. I feel like though, you could tell it was her like, this was her, the best yeah, day yeah, of yeah. her life. 
Absolutely. And that like the crowd was feeling that with her. And um, yeah, I, I think it's really like, obviously it's like fun when you know the people on the lineups at a festival, like cool, Nellie's gonna be there. <laughs> like you can tell your mom, your mom's gonna be like, who's gonna be there? And she'll know who Nellie is. But finding an artist like Geostar in the middle of the day and it's everybody's best time. That is, that's the vibe. That's, so Heineken, you nailed it. I was going to say that. And honestly, that's what I've said is always my favorite part about festivals in general is just like stumbling across the stage, stumbling across the tent and just finding somebody like your new fave. And yeah, that's why I just love festivals. And I had the best time with you and I'm glad you were here. Yeah. It was, been, it was, it had been a minute since we had like got to I, hang. Well, so I was really, um, well, that's taking like it all in. All my other like friends here were asking, um, when the last time I saw you was it, I was like, well, I saw him for 30 minutes in 2020. And then I saw you at, uh, in Palm Springs this year for Labor Day, and then it was this. I've oh, seen yeah. You like, you're right, you're right, you're right. But no, I mean, I've seen you, like, that was the third time, and this was, like, the most time we've spent together in literally almost two years. Yeah, it was a, it was kind of a perfect little crew, if I dare listen, say so myself. Listen, listen, when I go <laughs> when I go to festivals, when I go out to dinner, when I go to weekend trips, like, more than six people is too many for me, honestly, with any of those. Like, that's, like, you want a tight little crew where you can, like, dip in and out of things. Like, don't invite me to a big birthday dinner <laughs> with four, with 14 people dividing up who ate how many pieces of sushi. I'm not doing oh, it. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it no, stresses no, no, me no, no, out. No, no. So while it was fun to, like, see others and, like, mingle with other groups, I loved our little crew we had. Yeah, it was good. And plus, it was nice... Um, on a personal level, to, like it was my first festival with Hudson, yeah. which was really nice. I was I was a little nervous because you never know. It's like especially when you start dating somebody during the pandemic, you don't really know what they're like in like different types of settings, yeah. and um, yeah, there were like zero uh, uh, hiccups. And right. I, I was, yeah, it was vibing and we were on the exact same wavelength. And I mean, I was, it was good. I was the same way. It was like we were bringing together like groups of new people. And like, I guess you and I were the connecting points, but I was like nervous and just wanted everyone to get along and have the best time. And I think we really. <laughs> hit that on I mean, all clearly cylinders. it speaks to our taste. If if oh, who yeah. you bring to the table and who I bring to the table all like fall in love with each other. I mean, well, are we kindness punks? <laughs> I think we're kindness pumps. I think, sometimes. I think we were kindness pumps, pumps, punks. Do you ever wear your kindness I pumps? I posted a picture. <laughs> I posted a picture of the two of us from the festival, and the comments are all Korean's mullet. Had they not seen it? I I don't know. I but guess the actually, people probably were surprised not. And um, bewildered. I went to uh, this just this past weekend, like two days ago. I went to the uh, Fleet Mac Wood which is like a Fleetwood Mac Ooh. cover band DJ thing in San Francisco. And everyone gets super witchy and everyone dresses like very seventies and like Stevie Nicks. And it's just the best time. And anyway, I felt like it was like my big debut because I haven't done anything like that in forever. And so I saw so many people and I would go up and say hi to them. And they were like, I don't know who you are. And then they would look a that little. That was me. Bitch, then they'd look a little closer. I literally, there were like four different people that I said hi to. And they were like, I don't think, I think you think I'm the wrong person. And I was like, bitch, I know who you are. You don't know who I am. 
I went to go see Gorgon City two nights ago, this past weekend or something, and um, literally so many people did like triple takes because I yeah. hadn't seen them since I got LASIK and since I have a mustache and <laughs> since I like buzzed my head and like all these different things. And somebody, I, I said hi to somebody. Oh, I spent like a lot of time at that concert with one of your exes, by the way. Did you get the video from him? No, I mean, and I've just got. We made a little video to say hello. I'll tell, I'll tell him to send it to you. Oh, wow! Can't, can't wait. <laughs> he had a lot of. Um, we had a lot of fun. It was fun. <laughs> anyway, anyway, well, you do anyway. Love fun. I do love fun. It's true. You do love to laugh. Now, before we talk about anything else, we gotta give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Lumify. Don't you just love when someone looks at you and says, what were you up to last night? Well, no matter how late you were up the night before, Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops can help your eyes look more refreshed and awake. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute to help your eyes look brighter and whiter for up to eight hours. No wonder it has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. You won't believe your eyes. You know you can trust them though because they're made by the eye care experts at Bausch and Lomb and they're backed by six clinical studies. Eye doctors trust them too. They're the number one recommended redness reliever eye drop. The one and only Lumify is an amazing drop that will have people saying something's different about you in the best way possible. So check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. That's LumifyEyes.com. Thank you so much to Lumify for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Apartments.com. Okay, so when you're looking for a new home, you know it can be a little bit challenging depending on your needs. Like, say you need a balcony, or you need windows that face the sunset, or you need a hardwood floor kitchen, or you need to live somewhere pet friendly. For me... It's being pet friendly. I do not want to sacrifice having the lovely life of having pets just because I can't find a home that allows it. Well, Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools that make it much easier when you're looking for a new home. And Apartments.com has the most pet friendly rental listings on the internet. I live with my pets. I would not ever want to live without my pets. Like I know they might cause a mess or they might do all the things that pets might do that whoever you're renting from might not love. Well, I wouldn't want to sacrifice a life with pets just because I couldn't find a place that allowed it. I find it to be the perfect way to live. So if you're out there looking for the perfect place and you need your pets, apartments.com has you covered. Visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Thank you so much, Apartments.com, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. My last thing to say about Outside Lands. If you have not seen Rufus to Soul live, I am sorry. I do not mean to sound like a broken record, but like I feel like every time we talk about Rufus to Soul... 
there are no words to describe how incredible they are and like the transcendent experience it is to see the live music from them because even the albums themselves are good enough but like the visuals and they were playing like the the closing of the festival and it was during sunset and it was everything about it was like mind-blowing and yeah I, I was surrounded by my favorite people and it was lovely it was a magic moment for sure and i think that's honestly my as fun as it is to go and see all the different bands and all the different sets i love like leaving with core memories for like certain bands and certain like concert experiences and then the fact that you get to like take away so many of those from each of the festivals I just loved it. And you're exactly right. It was the perfect like set and sunset was like there and we had a good spot and everyone was just like dancing. I loved it. Now, I think it would be I think it would be a little weird to discuss all this like festival stuff when in the news like there is also um, something happening with Travis Scott that uh, we asked y'all what should we talk about this week? And a lot of y'all were like discuss Travis Scott and um, Astro World. So on a very general here's what happened travis scott do you know who that is a rapper a rapper is it um, a genders not gender jenner gender is it Ky- i think they know a gender a gender <laughs> Jesus a i gender. think they, they have a, a i think they have a baby with a jenner i i don't know and i don't care um, they also made a festival called Astro World. Travis did, and um, I feel like th- it's it's happened before. Like it's it's had different locations around the country, or like it's been. This is certainly not the first one, or if it is, correct me if I'm wrong. But um, on the first night of this past weekend of it, it was it kind of turned into something a lot worse than any festival should. It's kind of everyone's worst nightmare of a festival. Um, From what I know, the crowds were too crowded. Everyone was too cramped. The the security was not helping. The artists were not stopping the show. Um, People were passing out from dehydration and from crowd cramp. What I don't don't know what it's called, crowd. um, uh, Like rushing the stage? Yeah, stuff like that. People had jumped the fences in the VIP like um, areas, and people had like stormed the entrances. So, like from the get go, it was like kind of turning into a mess. And then, from what I can tell, during Travis Scott's performance, I think on the first night, the, like he was the closer, the opener, like the um, the headliner Headliner. for the first night. Um, If you create a festival and you are an artist, everyone that's coming to the festival is going to want to come to your set. It doesn't matter. I think most festivals do a really good job of, um, on a headline during a headliner, there's also other things you can go see that are going to pull some of the crowd to those other people. But obviously if it's Travis Scott's festival, a lot of people are going to go see Travis Scott if he's performing. Um, as of now, eight people, one as young as 14 have died from everything that went down during everything on that first night. Um, Dozens more were injured. Fans were crushed when the crowd was surging toward the stage. I'm reading the report right now. And it's it's something that's in development and everyone is um, sending in videos and firsthand accounts and everything like that. The reason I bring it up um, is, I mean, it's like not our business, but somebody tweeted me and said, I would love for you to discuss, since you go to a lot of festivals, 
what ways can people be safe at a festival that maybe they can, even if security is not like doing their job, what can you do to make yeah. sure that you are safe? And I, I thought like, we've been to a few festivals. I feel like we can speak to that. Um, do you have any advice? I mean, do you have any thoughts? No, I definitely do. I think it's, just, I think a big thing about going to the festivals or music fest in general is just like the, having a social awareness and understanding that whenever there's a crowd that large um, with that many people that you need to be like extra careful and extra aware of what's going on. I think I live my life day to day, like a pretty little, um, uh, like what's it called? Like hyper aware, which I, I know I need to work on, but maybe it comes in bene um, beneficial when we're at festivals because even, yeah, I mean, I think you just need to always pay attention to kind of like the crowds and the people around you. And, and if you notice that it's starting to get full or people are starting to push or starting to crowd a certain area, it's important to not only be aware of that, but to like act sooner rather than later. Um, I think we've, I don't know, I've definitely been in crowds, not only at festivals, but also at concerts where you feel like people start pushing or feel like the crowd's starting to surge. And yeah, you die. And I don't know. I don't want to, I just would never, personally, I would never put myself in a place that like risks that kind of um, like injury or anything dangerous happening. So like if I notice it starts happening, I would be like, all right, it's time for me to go. It's time for me to like make some space. It's time for me to get out of here. But I, I don't know. I think that's the biggest thing is anytime you're going to anything with that many people, you just need to be a little extra aware of just your surroundings as a whole. Yeah. I think everyone has an urge to like, there, there, there's an appeal to thinking, oh, I want to be at the front of the concert, no matter what show you're at. <laughs> Let me tell you, like that don't always appeal to me. It's not that great. It's not that great. I, I can understand somebody thinking it must be better closer to the stage. It's not. I don't know if I don't know if I've ever been to uh, uh, anything where the very front of the experience is the best spot to be at. Yeah. Because you are being pushed and squeezed, and everyone's trying to get to the front. It's so much better if you have room to wiggle. And well, now, I don't know. I'm like, I want to dance like, anyway. So so if, if that is one takeaway I hope everyone listening takes is that it, no matter what show, concert, festival, anything, the front is no better than anywhere in the back where you might have a little bit more room to breathe and wiggle and dance and be with friends. Because if you're that close to the front and everyone's trying to be one inch closer, you don't get to experience the music. You are experiencing all of the, everyone around you oh, pushing. Yeah. You. you don't get to experience what's happening on stage because you really can't see. You're like unless you're like the tallest person in the crowd, you can't see anything because everyone is like in your way. I mean, that's from my experience. I'm a five five <laughs> little man. It's just um, like people pushing you in the back and like crush like like you're being crushed up against the like barricades. Yeah. And then my other takeaway is um, a water backpack. It, yeah. it is a game changer. You may think, oh, we can always go run and grab a water bottle. And like, trust me when I say the water backpack, I, there's like a whole bunch of different brands that you can get. But if you just search like rave water backpack or something, I don't know what. Um, they're pretty inexpensive and you can fill it up that most festivals have a water like a refill station you can fill it up you will not you i feel like i am way less dehydrated if i bring my water backpack any day of a festival or um 
my friends too because i feel like a lot of people if i'm right there i'm like does anybody need water and you can i always bring like little um like there's raverade or gatorade like packets electrolytes to your water electrolytes that's really helpful that's like a tip i would give Um, i mean i think it's just too it's making sure you're hydrated making sure you're eating i think a lot of times sometimes it festivals people get so in the mindset of like running from one stage to another that you forget your basic human needs and it's like, like trying not to miss a single set right you forget to eat lunch no. and then right and then you're hungry yeah. i'm like no uh, maybe maybe we're older and wiser or maybe i'm just old but i'm like all right we can grab a pretzel on the on the way to the next set and plus, because a festival, usually a festival has food stands everywhere, you can like stop for a burger or something and like still enjoy the show from a distance. Like there's yeah. a lot of people that just sit in a field and watch from a distance and eat dinner. You don't have to be at the very front to enjoy something. Now, with that said, the front of a show should be safe. Like it, yeah. it, just because you're at the front doesn't mean it's guaranteed unsafe. Like that is 100% on the organizers to ensure that right. every spot you can enjoy should be safe. And I, like you said, I know it's still a lot of like stuff is still breaking and a lot of the still news is still developing, but it's, it, it's just sad, obviously that people were hurt and lost their lives. But it's like a lot of this is saying like the Houston police chief talked to Travis Scott in his trailer ahead of time to voice concerns about the crowd. It sounds like people were, encouraging him to like take a break in the set to let the crowd kind of like have a lull for a moment and like come down. And so they can kind of ask people to give some people some room. Um, and it just doesn't feel like, feels like they had a lot of good ideas and, and nobody took them or listened to them. Now I have seen during all of this, I have seen people um, also bringing up past things that Travis Scott has done. Like for example, encouraging somebody to jump off, some type of uh, high up thing at a show where um, he was like, oh, don't worry, somebody will catch you. And then the person who jumped off became paralyzed. (laughs) There was also an instance where Travis Scott um, was crowd surfing and uh, somebody tried to apparently take his shoe and he told, he was like pointing him out to the crowd, which yeah, get rid of the guy if you want to, but he was telling the crowd to fuck him up. And it's like, okay, he has a history of n- not just not stopping unruly behavior, but almost encouraging it. And so I, I from an outside perspective, seeing everything, think like y- you go to a show and the, uh, there, the person on stage has the ability to set a vibe. Oh, for sure. And I have been to many festivals with uh, headliners way bigger who are able to set a vibe of stopping a show if they see something going down or um, encouraging, I, I don't know, like the the type of artists that are like, look around, say hi to a straight, like that goes a long way as opposed to encouraging, you know, fucking it up. And uh, I think, yeah, I, I just, it's a, it is a scary, scary thing that's like, ev- Anybody that goes to live music, that is a worst nightmare. So, yeah. I mean, obviously our our condolences and our like love and yeah. no, I mean to anybody going through it. No, I mean, even there was like a, a little kind of mini moment like that at Outside Lands with one of the stages. And I literally was like, okay, well, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to find something else to do. I don't need to be in this like crowd swell at this moment. It's not that important. Like, let me circle back 
to this stage when things calm down. And I went and got some food and literally did just that. And then when I came back, they had it all reorganized. They had taken a time out from the people playing and they reorganized everything so that it would be safe and secure. And I was thankful that they did it. I see um, on Twitter, it's trending one hour ago. Travis Scott is refunding all Astro World attendees and canceling his day in Vegas appearance. So like uh, some accountability is happening, but that will not change the fact that eight people died. So I'm hoping for change to it, to, to structure of festivals and uh, at least, um, yeah, I don't know, accountability. So that's the that on that. That's enough about that. Um, if you have any thoughts or concerns or, or advice for people going to festivals, um, share it on the Discord. I would love to see. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Anything else to discuss on this fine day? Well, I was gonna bring up Chris Pratt and how much he sucks, but like I feel like this podcast episode is so like we hate everyone. Yeah, I mean, some, I guess what's it's something not. funny. Can we love to laugh? Hey, uh, well, hey, you know, I just hey, I saw Dune. I was gonna say hey. I watched a movie. <laughs> I I heard it was very pretty. Yeah, it was. Wait, you haven't seen it yet? No, I've watched it three times now. Oh, um, I was gonna say I got. I know you've already seen this movie, but I got my advance tickets to House of Gucci. Oh, I did already see it. I went to an advance screening and Gaga was there. What? Al Pacino, Al Pacino was there. Jared Leto was there. Pepperoncini. Selma Hayek was there. Adam Driver was there. And I also saw um, The Eternals. I did not see that. Well... I was I, I've got some Marvel friends who love it and they always invite me because they know I love popcorn and I sat there and watched the whole movie and I thought oh my god was it fun I thought oh my god once this is over we're all gonna be like well that one wasn't great and then it ended and then the three of them were all like well that was incredible and I thought another popcorn alone to each their own Truly, I want to know truly, what you truly. think of Dune. Go, please, please watch Dune. It's on HBO. Yeah, I think I've free. got the HBO Max. I'll watch it. I just, I yeah. had, it was a busy weekend with you here, and then I had a crazy work week last week, and so I'm like, I get a short week this week. 
a couple days off. So hell yeah. Go and watch some movies. Are you and, caught up on Drag Race? Yeah. And I'm going to play all the new Animal Crossing. I've been playing every day. Hey, again. I didn't see it coming. No, I didn't see I it didn't coming. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> No, I tweeted that video you keep texting us. And <laughs> um, who is that? Beth 9000 or something? Eve 6000. <laughs> Eve 6000 um, replied to it. It was like, oh, oh my I God, saw. remember when you made a video with Miles J? I was like, oh, <laughs> Eve knows. <laughs> well, and I thought uh, that's Canada. And then didn't you say River Medway went to the book tour or slumber party tour? Yes, our impact. That River Med River Medway posted a picture, uh, tweeted a picture at me of uh, the two of us at the binge book tour in the UK. I'm like, all these baby drag racers. I wonder. They were all at the slumber party <laughs> tour. <laughs> I must know which drag contestants have appeared at the slumber party tour. All of them. It's more likely than you think. I know, literally. All right. That's it. Good. We ended on a high note and I didn't see it coming. Speaking of a high note, I'm about to go get stoned and play some Animal Crossing. I've been loving the new updates. I made a piss castle for that piss king. Oh my God. The amount of new items in the update. Yeah, I'm stressed. Every every time I log in, I'm overwhelmed. I'm stressed by the number of new items because I want to make, I've been doing a lot of the vacation homes and I get to see all the cool new items and now I'm desperate to have them in my own house. That's well, my big takeaway. Mm-hmm. Did you see? If there's anything you need, I'll bring it to you. Honey, they have a giant like beanstalk vine. I saw. It's like as big as a tree. I was, I died. I cried. I saw. I lived. Anyway. Okay. We'll, okay, okay. we'll catch us playing Animal Crossing this week. Okay. Um, Corey, where can people find you? Yes. Living my best life. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, oh, also, you. Hey, where they can find you, huh? You can find me on Twitch. This week I'm playing Animal Crossing, Fortnite, Sims, and Grand Theft Auto. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Sounds like a tree. Sounds like a tree. Gonna be fine. Okay. Corey, have a good life. See you on the Discord. Bye. Bye.